Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, Sports Talk with Broads. Here's Hunter Brody. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Sports Talk with Broads. We are broadcasting live from the Manscaped Man Cave. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BROD at manscaped.com. It's all about the money today. It's all about sports betting and BetQL as we will dive into Week 5 schedule. I can't believe it's already Week 5, but here we are. We will look at some great matchups this weekend. We will look at who will cover, who will win, and it's all presented by BetQL. BetQL has all the information and data that you need when it comes to making an educated sports bet every single Sunday. They give you the trends. They show you where the sharp money is headed. And that, for me, is where it comes down to, okay? I look at the professionals. I look at where that sharp cash is going, and I just follow. And guess what? It works. It helps. I'm cashing in, and my wallet is so damn fat. So if you use the promo code BRODES20 at checkout at betql.com, you get 20% off of your first payment. It's a no-brainer to sign up for BetQL if you are a sports better or if you want to get into sports betting. If you don't know how it really works, well, BetQL will give you the information and charts and trends that will help you out when putting your thumbs on who you want to win. You're using the DraftKings Sportsbook app and, and your thumbs are picking the winners. BetQL helps. It's a no Brainer, promo code BROADS20. We're also implementing an NFL weekly pick'em pool presented by BetQL where we are giving away weekly prizes and a grand prize courtesy of Rosnov Jewelers, a championship bracelet. The information is all down below. Make sure you sign up. All right, so let's look at the first matchup. We have the Baltimore Ravens at home, minus 12.5 against the Cincinnati Bengals. 51% of the public likes the Cincinnati Bengals to cover. You're seeing more of Joe Burrow. My thing is, though, I just don't know if I can truly rely on who the Cincinnati Bengals are outside of Joe Burrow. They do have a ton of other holes, and this Ravens team, you know how they are. When it comes to the money line, John Harbaugh is 31-9 and versus poor rushing teams, which is allowing greater than four and a half rushing yards per carry. The sharp money, though, when it comes to the money line, which is insanely high. I mean, it's minus 795. 
87% of the sharp money is leaning in the direction of the Baltimore Ravens. But it gets interesting when you look at the spread. By the way, John Harbaugh is 24-11 and 11 off two or more consecutive overs. 82% of sharp money like the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, remember this. Well, let's look at where the line opened up at. So the line right now is at 12.5. It opened at 13. You can find it at 11.5 at Bet. Uh, bet MGM. You can find it in other places, maybe at a number that you like. It opened up at 13, though, so it's not like there's been a- an obnoxious amount of movement. I was going to say, remember that when I spit out these numbers and I give you where all the professionals are headed, sometimes a line opens up. Let's just throw a hypothetical out there at 7, and then it moves to 10, and the sharp money is headed that way. Well, yeah, they might have grabbed it at 7, 8, 9. Not at 10. Once it hits a certain number, you might want to stay away from that. It can jump so high that it's no longer playable in that direction. But the reason why there's so much heavy movement is because there's so much heavy money on that one specific team. Now, that's not the case in this one because it it seems to be evening out when it comes to money line compared to the spread. But just something to keep an eye out on when you look at these games as a whole. The Baltimore Ravens, though, uh, to me, I believe in the Baltimore Ravens. It's hard for me to look at the Cincinnati Bengals, but you look at that sharp money, and they trust that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to cover that game. The Jets and the Cardinals. The Jets are at home as seven-and-a-half-point underdogs. And who's playing quarterback? A little Joe Flacco action? Sheesh, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. This game opened up at seven-and-a-half. It is currently still seven-and-a-half. 81% of the sharp cash is on the Arizona Cardinals to cover the spread. This Jets team is a joke. Nobody wants to play for Adam Gase anymore. They're a mess. They can't create any sort of offense. They are just a really bad football team, and they have no identity. Nobody knows who they really are at this point of the season. They are just that team that whoever comes in to play them, whether they go to New York or New York goes to them, they get obliterated. They just lost to the Denver Broncos, who threw three interceptions. With an undrafted quarterback. That's unheard of. That doesn't happen. You got to think the Arizona Cardinals cover this bad boy. And that's why 81% of the cash is on them. And then when it comes to the money line, which is minus 345, 90% on Arizona as well. And Cliff Kingsbury is 4-0 after failing to cover the spread in two out of their last three games. So something to keep an eye on. It started out as the Arizona Cardinals maybe being that surprise team, being that fun team. And then Kyler Murray threw a couple interceptions, which might pull you down in another direction in terms of being optimistic about it. You kind of go down a different road of, "Uh uh-oh, is this team really what I thought they were? But when you're playing the Jets, I think you have a great opportunity sitting right in front of you to get that confidence back that you need because the Jets are that much of a full on joke. The Panthers are on the road. They're underdogs by one point to the Falcons. The 0-4 Falcons are favored at home, minus one, when the the Panthers are 2-2. 53% of the public 
are into the Carolina Panthers. I was higher on the Panthers than most when the season started. It seems that maybe they are coming around a bit. They're turning the page. They're finding rhythm with Matt Rule as the head coach and Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback. Now, this game opened up at Falcons, favored by three and a half. So you do have some line movement when it comes to this one. Sharp money on the spread. Pretty close, 60-40 in favor of the Carolina Panthers. So you see the pros kind of going back and forth when it comes to the spread. But the money line, 66% like the Atlanta Falcons. Dan Quinn is 7-4 versus dominant ball control teams while coaching in Atlanta. This Atlanta team, the way I like to look at it is, They're 0-4, right? But they're not 0-4 talent. Now, clearly the coach needs to be gone. Eventually, he will be. They are a mess emotionally, and they can't seem to keep it under control. When they have a big lead in the fourth quarter, here comes the Atlanta Falcons ready to blow it, and it's somewhat embarrassing, right? It consistently happens over and over again. Big leads in the fourth quarter. What do you know? The Falcons fall. It's a joke. But their roster isn't that horrendous. They have playmakers. They have Matt Ryan who can sling the football around. This is one of those teams where they're 0-4, yet they're due for a win. They are going to win a football game soon. It's inevitable. They have too much talent to just lose every single damn week. The question is, is this going to be the week against the Panthers? It's a phenomenal question. But you have to imagine them coming off of a a loss, finding a way to win one of these damn games very soon just based off of having too much talent on their roster. So 66% of sharp money on the money line, Atlanta Falcons. Very close spread. You are seeing movement, though, heading towards the direction of the Carolina Panthers as a whole. That's why you're seeing the line movement go from minus three and a half Atlanta to minus one Atlanta. Man, I feel bad for Matt Ryan. I'm a fan of Matt Ryan. It's a shame. It's like his career is just going to be viewed so differently based off of what happened in the Super Bowl and everything since then. But he has had one hell of a career. And uh, it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to really get much out of that Atlanta team ever since, you know, it happened. It. Can we ever mention it again? The Chiefs at home, minus 11 against the Oakland Raiders. 54% of the public like the Chiefs. Now, this game opened up at 13 for the Chiefs, favored by 13. It has moved in the direction of the Raiders, and when you look at the sharp cash on the spread, Another close one, 54% like Kansas City, 46 like the Raiders. And Andy Reid is 24-9 off two or more consecutive unders when coaching in Kansas City. When it comes to the money line, it's all about the Kansas City Chiefs, although not much value there, minus 650. But there is a pretty interesting trend that Andy Reid is 29-8 and after a win by 14 or more points while coaching in Kansas City. This is a hard game to read. It's always hard to bet against the Kansas City Chiefs, but this team hasn't been playing phenomenal football, right? They just seem to win games, win games, win games, win games, but it's not like you've seen the true Kansas City Chiefs team other than 
what they did to Baltimore. That was very impressive. But I think it's fair to say that they have been underwhelming, and I've seen storylines and headlines talking about how this Kansas City Chiefs team, they're not happy with who they have been. They're not happy with the start, even though they're 4-0. Now, that tells you what type of championship team they really are. And I also heard stories about you know, the impact of not having fans and how it's hard to get up. And when you're a team that's that dominant, that knows that it's that good, that knows that it's going to have a playoff run and a pretty damn long one, when you go out on the road and there's nobody there, it's like, okay, well, we know we're good. You got to find it internally to get yourself up. The thing is, they're so damn talented. They have such a great head coach and offensive coordinator and enemy that it doesn't really matter. They can make up for it. If they're not 100% there, let's say they're 70% there, they're still able to execute and destroy football teams and win games. Maybe not always destroy teams. It might come down to a field goal kicker having to knock down some 50-plus yarders, right? Like, that might be the reason why they win that specific game, but they find ways. They just find ways, but it's not as if they are playing their best version of Kansas City Chiefs football, and it'll be interesting to see them go up against the Raiders. It's hard to bet against the Chiefs, though. It's just one of those teams where I'll live and die with going with a team like that, whether it's Tom Brady, whether it was him on the Patriots, whether it's him on the Bucks, or whether it's a team like Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Chiefs. It's hard for me to ever really, truly go against them. The Eagles face the Steelers on the road, and a seven-point underdog is in play. Here's the thing. I'd be more nervous, but last week I just saw the Birds go into San Francisco and beat them when the game was about a nine-point spread when it kicked off. So with that being said, you know what? I don't even give a damn. I still feel optimistic about this Philadelphia Eagles squad. But when you look at the public bets, 61% of the public like the Pittsburgh Steelers by the touchdown Big Ben, although Big Ben is pissed off and upset because they had this bye week due to the Tennessee Titans not following protocols, which is Bush League, may I add. He's all fired up because he was feeling like he was getting back in a groove with his arm and his shoulder, and he was getting some sort of rhythm with this offense, and then all of a sudden, COVID-19 came into play and ruined what he thought was his team getting some sort of rhythm with their offense. Well, so be it. So be it, Big Ben. This is what happens when... COVID-19 is in play. Doug Peterson, when you look at the spread, Doug Peterson is 12-2 versus good rush defenses while coaching in Philadelphia. The Steelers, though, that's sharp cash. They really like the Pittsburgh Steelers when it comes to the spread. Touchdown. It's a lot of points. But this Philadelphia Eagles team is banged up, insanely banged up. They're on Jordan Maialata as their left tackle who never played football in his damn life before they drafted him. He was just this big freak of nature that played rugby in Australia. And it's like, oh, hey, why don't you play left tackle? We can mold you into something. And you're going to see a different type of beast on the other side. So when they played the 49ers, the Eagles were able to get out of the jam because it's not like they have much creativity when when it was the 49ers defensive front. They had injuries. They were banged up. They didn't test him too much. Now, though, you're seeing a 3-4. You're going to see T.J. Watt. You're going to see Dupree. You're going to see Fitzpatrick. You're going to see different looks, and they're going to make him think. They're going to attack. They're going to blitz. They're going to put pressure on the Eagles' offensive line, which doesn't have Isaac Sayamalu, which doesn't have Brandon Books and... and 
Brandon Brooks and Jason Peters at right guard. You got all these young cats getting thrown into the mix. Lane Johnson's probably going to be in and out with his ankle. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have a matchup where they can just abuse the offense, make Carson Wentz uncomfortable. Carson Wentz hasn't played fantastic football this season. I liked what he did last week, but ultimately it's been four weeks and I haven't been all juiced up about Carson Wentz too much this season. So if you have the Pittsburgh Steelers just bringing an intense amount of pressure, you're going to make the offensive line uncomfortable. You're going to make Carson Wentz uncomfortable. And it's not like he has many weapons to go to because Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson are ruled out. So you got Greg Ward, Fulgham, Jay Jaw. It's a mess. Now, if they bring a lot of blitzes, maybe the Eagles can utilize a screen game and get Miles Sanders going, Boston Scott going. Maybe Zach Ertz can wake up. When it comes to the money line, though, 63% of pro betters like the Pittsburgh Steelers and 37 like the Eagles, although 100% of the tickets is on the Eagles. Mike Tomlin. 36-6 and six in a home game where the total is between 42.5 and, and 49 points. Speaking of the total, it's set at 44. The under is the favorite here by 60% of sharp cash. I can't believe it's week five already. It blows my mind. Blows my mind. It always sneaks up on you. Like, before you know it, it's week 9, week 10, week 11. It's like, damn, where the hell did the football season go? But you're starting to see it's crazy, right? Because the COVID-19 stuff is wild. You got games moving to Tuesday night. You got games moving off of Thursday. You have to mix around bye weeks. It's starting to get very dicey. But that's what happens when you have a team not follow protocols and they start working out together. It's such a joke, right? Like, are you kidding me? You're not supposed to be in the facility because of the COVID stuff. Yet, you decide to go work out together as a crew and hang out after. I mean, are, are you delusional? Do you not comprehend what's going on? If you can't go into the facility together, if you all can't go to your actual destination as a job, you think it's okay then to be together elsewhere? It doesn't make any sense. Like, use your brain. And now you got the whole NFL going nuts. Because you didn't follow the rules like you were supposed to. And there's plenty of people out there who think the Titans should have to forfeit their games. And you know what? I'm not against that. You put yourself in that position. There's two different ways that this can be discussed. If you truly don't know, it's one test. Like you don't know how you caught it. You don't know how you had it. Things like that. That's a different scenario than going out and working out together when you were informed not to be at the facility. Now, they weren't working out at the facility. They went elsewhere. But that's stupid. Stupid. All right. Cowboys at home against the New York Giants. Eight-point favorites. 52% of the public like the Cowboys to cover. 48 like the Giants. And the Giants, they scare me. How can you bet? On the Giants, without Saquon Barkley, like, how can you honestly sit there and be like, come on, come on, Giants, please, please. Well, guess what? When it comes to the spread, the New York Giants, 57% of the sharp money like the New York Giants. Mike McCarthy is 34-15 and 15 off non-conference games over his career. Now, let's see where this game actually opened. This game opened up at 11 
So it opened up at 11. It's now at 8. You can get 8.5, 7.5 in some places. Definitely some movement in terms of it going towards the the New York Giants. Money line, 80%. Dive in heavy, heavy, heavy Dallas Cowboys. But that's a minus 400 number where there's not tremendous value. The Giants are 2-12 and 12 in games played on turf over the last two years for what it is. This Dallas Cowboys team, though, it's sort of like the Atlanta Falcons. The problem is their defense is just so abysmal. They give up so many damn points. It's like they have so much damn talent, they're bound to win. Their defense, though, gets shredded like Swiss cheese every single damn week to the point where Baker Mayfield and OBJ are dropping 3 billion points on them in the first half. So they clearly have issues defensively. The problem is Saquon Barkley is not in play. Is not in play, and I feel like it's going to be so hard for the Giants to get some sort of mojo with their offense. Darius Slayton. I wonder if Darius Slayton could be a play to grab a couple of touchdowns because he can torch this Cowboys defense. This Cowboys defense is a mess. And also, they lose their left tackle to neck surgery, which is very, very unfortunate. I never want to see anyone go through something like that. You know, the neck surgery is no joke, so hopefully... He can figure that out, get through the process that he needs to, and return to play when uh, when it's best for him to do that. But yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. You can you can follow the sharp betters that like the Dallas Cowboys. Forty three percent, excuse me, like the Dallas Cowboys to cover that. But the New York Giants, fifty seven percent with the eight points. Let's attack. Another game here. The Texans and the Jags. Texans at home, minus five and a half. The public seem to like... Hold on here. I got a little bit of a slow internet. 63% of the public like the Texans. They just fired their coach. They look horrendous. And just like the Atlanta Falcons, going back to that road. They're too talented. Aren't they too talented to just be a team that loses every single week? The spread currently 5.5, opened up at 6.5. You can see it at 6 in some places. This is close. Close, close, close. 51-49 in favor of the Jacksonville Jacks. I actually like the Jags. Money line, 255 is the value. 92% like the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson. Doug Marone is 2-10 after gaining 300 or more passing yards in his last game when coaching in Jacksonville. This Jags team, we thought they were going to be the ugliest football team in the league. I'm not saying I believe in them to be this outstanding football team, but they do have flashes. They do have moments where it's like, damn, really? Are you serious? Are you kidding me? All right, right? I actually like the Jags with the points this game. So they're getting five and a half. I actually like that. I think that they can uh, I think they can cover that if not win outright. I think that there's too much going on internally. JJ Watt screaming with Bill O'Brien, other people getting into the mix. It's ugly. And when there's that bad locker room vibe going on, it changes the outlook of the games. Nobody has that brotherly love. Like, I can't see it being a switch where it's like, whew, that guy, we got rid of that guy. 
it might be long-term. That might be how it is long-term. But right now, there's so much going on internally in that locker room and in that organization that it's just hard for me to justify this Houston Texans team being able to click on all cylinders and and be this team. Now, I, I know they have talent. I know they do. But I look at this game, and I actually like that Jacksonville squad realistically outright, but I'll take them with the points for some safety. I, I, I'm going that way. I'm going that way. Now, there are obviously a bunch of other games on the schedule that I did not go over. And if you want all of that information, it's so simple. You go to betql.com. You use promo code BROADS20 at checkout for 20% off of your first payment. And then you get all of the information that you need for these NFL games. You can look into the analysis. You can look at where the line opened. You can look at the trends. What's happening with the head coach? What's their record against the spread? What's their record on the road? They give you all of the the one to five star trends for each matchup. And of course, where the professionals are headed. That's what I like to look at most. The over-unders, the spreads, the money line, the first halves. So much. I mean, it's overwhelming, honestly, but it's a good thing. It's overwhelming. You can get into so much data. There's no way that having too much data is a bad thing when it comes to placing bets on your favorite sportsbook apps. Remember, we also have a weekly NFL pick'em pool going where we're giving weekly prizes away and a grand prize courtesy of Roz Nov Jewelers. Sign up. The information is down below. Thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you next time.